Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning, Faith Family. How are you today? Man, you look good this morning. If, you're, if the person near you has pink on this morning, say, you look nice and pink. Tell them that. Let them know that. Hey, man, it is Pink Sunday around here. Just recognizing and uh, remembering uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So uh, if you wonder why you see that and why I'm dressed so uh, spiffy uh, today. That's uh, spiffy. You didn't know that's a word. Write that down in the book. Spiffy. All right. Spiffy. But uh, I'm just glad you're here, man. And this is a good day to be in God's house. And this, this may be your first time at Faith Renewed. And we hope you already feel like family here. We love you. And if this is your first time and they're at home, join us online as well. We always love to let our first-time guests know we love them. And so, Faith, let me do that. Let them know right now you appreciate them this morning. Come on. Amen. <laughs> Again, glad you're here. You look good. Well, do this. Is get your Bibles out and let's go to the Word this morning. Anybody bring a Bible? Church? Any Bible folk? Come on, I like it. Do this. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter fifty-three. Isaiah chapter fifty-three. And um, if you're a U version Bible app user, click more right now, then events and. Turn with us right there, and that's how you'll follow right along. It's going to be on the screen as well for you at home and in the house. Verse 4, surely he has borne our griefs. Oh, that's like that, no doubt. It's like, surely this is what he has done. He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Oh, man, I felt that in the room this morning. Wow. Let's say that last part together. And by his stripes, we are healed. Let's pray. Father, I thank you today for the healer that's in this room by your spirit, Lord. I just thank you for what you're doing in our lives, and we honor you in this place, as always. It's yours. Do what you want to do. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Wow. Presence God is so good, is he not? He's so good. Amen. All the time, he's so good. I love it. Praise God. Well, we're in a series right now. We've been here for a while. We'll be here until Jesus tells us to, to the next series. Uh, it's called Why, in case you're wondering. And uh, what we've been doing is this. We've been spending each week kind of answering questions about like why we do what we do as a church, why we look like we look, why we believe what we believe. And so I love it. It has been fun. It's been one of my favorites, you know, series I've done in so long. I just love it, being able to just get up and share. And I've had a lot of other speakers speak into you during this time. And I hope you've been getting those messages in you. And this is something for me. I, my, my prayer is this, is that, and my hope is that this, these things we've been talking about are just becoming a way of life for you. Amen. The message, you know, that we share each week is not just for that week. Come on, amen. 
Now, he, it's, it's amazing how he does something that week in that message. His faith is built in the room for that very thing. But it's not something that we want to do one time and just say, hey, we're moving on, out of sight, out of mind. The things like why love and why prayer and why fasting and why communion and why the Holy Spirit, all, all those things we've been talking about, we want to see just become an everyday part of your life. Amen? And so I, I, that's what we're talking about. And so this morning we're going to continue in on why we look how we look, do what we do as a church. And today, the subject today that God's put on my heart is why healing. Hmm. How many knows if more now than ever before, we need to get revelation of faith for healing in this place? Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. We need faith for this. And so I want to share with you what we believe. And so when it lines up again, just straight from our statement of faith, every message is from scripture, from word, but some just line up actually with our statement of faith. And so this was drawn from that. You can look at faithrenewed.org, find out what we believe, come to a faith track and we have each every other month and find out what we believe, and, and, it's, and it's a great way, but just want to read it to you. Um, it, this is how we, you know, again, from our statement of faith, how, why and what we believe when it comes to healing. First of all, it just reads like this. We believe in divine healing, period, all right? So that we believe in divine healing, and so we're going to break these down in just a few moments, but divine provision was made for the physical, mental, and spiritual healing of the believer. Through the prayer of faith and by the laying on of hands, it is provided for by the redemptive work of Christ and is a privilege to every member in the church today. Amen. That's what we believe. And so I want to break that down this morning, those three sentences, and, and talk to us a little bit about why we believe what we believe when it comes to this area. So just first of all, just the statement itself, number one is this, that we believe in divine healing. So if you're wondering, like, man, what kind of church am I going to? We are a church who believes in divine healing. And so I'm like, man, I, I, just, I just do. And, and, and so, I mean, that's, we just believe it. Just that simple. We believe it. And uh, I love it. Why do you believe it, Pastor? Well, I believe it because the Bible says it, first of all. And so he says it, so I believe it. I have no other choice. I have no other option to believe it other than what he says. But I also believe it because I have seen it. Over and over and over and over in my life, in the lives of many of you who are sitting in these chairs right now, many of you today who are in these chairs are going to get to become a testimony of the healing work of what Jesus does. And so I have seen it over and over and over. So nobody's ever going to be able to convince me that Jesus doesn't do that anymore. All right. Come on, nobody's going to be able to do it. So I've seen, I, I could take, again, this could be a sermon of testimonies about what I've personally seen God do. But I won't take all the time to do it. But it started for me in my life early on. I'm talking about early on. I was, as a little boy, really sick. We, we had a ladies' prayer band at our church. So these ladies that are getting ready to come together. 
come on. You, why does that excite me as a pastor? I've watched what ladies can do when they touch Jesus. Amen. When they touch the hem of his garment, what happens when, he when they touch the hem? And so there was a ladies' prayer band. Some of you are like, what? Does they get up and play? The, they, didn't play they didn't play no instruments. Some of y'all know the language. Y'all grew up in church. But the ladies' prayer band was just a ladies' group of prayer warriors who got together and prayed. I was a little boy, as sick as I, I mean, ever remember being. And my mom got a hold of the ladies' prayer band, Cora Leopard, the leader. Cora, Sister Leopard, not Sister Leopard, amen. So Sister Leopard got the worm that little Terry Rogers, the little youngest Rogers boy, was sick. The prayer band started playing some music. So they went to Jesus for me, and my body was healed instantly. I mean, it was amazing. I've, 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 nobody can tell me. I, I, this happened for me early on. I, it was, I, I was engaged, not married yet. I was engaged to the beautiful bride that I have today. And so we were engaged, and I, I, I did this. I was at um, a martial arts class. <clears throat> some of y'all don't know this about me. I'm a ninja, okay, in case y'all didn't know that. I just... I know you're supposed to keep it a secret, Pastor, but most people, most just don't tell that. But since we're family, all right, so I can tell you. But no, so, but no, it was I was in a martial arts class, gazed to an angel, and um, I hurt myself really bad. All right, I'm just gonna say it that way. I hurt myself really bad. I injured something that hurt really bad, and I, and it's one of those injuries that puts guys down for a while. And so it was it was one of those injuries. I was it was tough. I went Tuesday. And Thursday to my martial arts class. And uh, other days, I was still a ninja just because I didn't go to class. I still was that. But uh, on, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but I was in class on Tuesday, hurt myself really bad. And I, I went home, and the guys were like, bro, we'll see you in several weeks. You know, it's going you know, to be a while, man. Hey. And I was like, you know, struggling getting out to my car. I got home, and I called Angel, my, 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 girl, my fiance, fiance, and uh, I, I called Angel, and so I was like, called her, and we started talking, and she was like, well, let's pray. I already believe that. Have you experienced it in my life? I'm like, why not do that to begin with? Amen. Don't we put it off sometime? But I was, she was like, well, let's pray. Now, this was this wasn't cell phones. This was at the house. Little, the phone had the little cord to it that went and plugged into the wall. And I was, I was sitting there, and, and over the phone, she prayed for me instantly healed. And I was like, getting up, getting up, you know, I, Come on, bring it instantly. And I'm like, I'm going to marry that woman. Amen. I'm marrying her. She, and it was just, I just healed over and over and over. You, it's just, people come to these altars. We pray in places. Man, cancer healed immediately. Sicknesses, disease, I mean, healed immediately. Emotional trauma and, and pain and anguish, spirit healed immediately. What? We believe in divine healing. It's just what we believe. Now, I know this happens. There, there are extremes sometimes in certain things. Now, what are we? We are very extremely believing in God's a divine healer. That's what we believe. But there are extremes that can kind of take things and, and mess it up. One is this. One of the extremes, unfortunately, today is that God doesn't heal anymore. 
It's sad. There are places who are, you know, churches that are gathered. I believe they're Christians. And of course, again, they're proclaimed Jesus. But they're missing out on things that God has for them. And so they get up and they would be saying things to you along the lines that those gifts of healings that we're just talked about have ceased. I'm like, they ain't ceased for me, bro. I'm seeing him do it. And so they haven't stopped. So, so again, they believe it ceased. There are extremes there. There are extremes that can do this, that God can heal, but he chooses not to heal everyone. Now, I'm like, I, I struggle with that one. I, I struggle with it because when that happens, and, and if they don't get healed, God, somehow God gets blamed for something. And how I many knows God don't mess up? Amen. He, he does not mess up. He's that good. And then there's also extreme this, that God heals everyone, and it's for those, if you have enough faith, then you can get healed. My struggle with that one is, is this, is that man, like, you know, this can put blame and pressure on the person. And I've seen it. I've seen people walk out of churches wounded and hurt like, man, I guess I don't have enough faith. I guess I don't have what it takes. Now, let's, let's look at Now, we want to see today why we believe in divine healing and why I believe this. I believe that healing is for everyone. Well, some of you are like, right now, your why in your mind is, why doesn't Jesus heal everyone? Oh, so I got y'all. I know y'all. All right, go. So wait, I, I, I've been there. All right. Well, why doesn't he heal? He, he doesn't heal everyone because everyone doesn't come to him. It's just, now, what makes you, again, that's what we see because we know this. We live, first of all, with this in a fallen world, and, and man did that. God didn't do that, so God did this. He's going to bring a new heaven and a new earth to this one, and one day it's going to take over, and it is going to be a place again. No sickness, no sorrow, no shame, none of those things. It's going to be so good, but what we see now, some people are like, well, why? It, it's because it's not everyone comes to Jesus. Now listen, I've seen this. Now you, you look at scripture and we see there from 2 Peter where 2 Peter says that it was that Lord's will that none perish, all come to repentance. All right, so that means this. He doesn't want anyone to perish, to be separated from him. He wants every person to repent, come to him, change their mind, come into a relationship with him. That's his will. That's what he wants. Does that happen? No, not every person comes to him. So not every person is healed. Now, hold on, Pastor, what do you mean? This is what I believe. I believe every Christian is healed. What about so and so? Were they a Christian? Healed. Come on, what about what about healed? What makes you say that, Pastor? I say that because, man, Every person who encounters Jesus is healed. No, some of y'all looking at me right now. Amen. Every person I say, I ended up in a conversation with uh, my neighbor yesterday, and uh, it was one of those like, you know, if you live in a, in a subdivision neighborhood, you know, your yards match up, you know, whatever. And so uh, he was cutting his grass the same time I was cutting my grass yesterday. And so it's one of those, you know, you see each other, and we talk all the time, and, you know, you give the nod. I had my headphones in, I was doing my thing. And so I cut my lawnmower off, and he cuts his off, and we start having this conversation, and we start talking. 
Now, we're talking about on one of the other neighbors that we have who lives up the road, who right now, he's in ICU, he's, he's battling COVID, and uh, this was a person that I've known most of my life, went to church with him many, many years ago. He's a believer in Christ to whatever, and we begin to talk about where he's at right now, what's going on right now, what his situation is. But then I do this in the conversation. I said, well, thankfully, we know this for all Christians. We're all healed. Some, he looked to be similar like some of y'all right now. And, and it was just, and, and he thought about it because he's a believer. And I said, think about it. We can't lose if we're Christians. We can't lose if we're, why, what makes you, we, we can't lose because we have this eternal life. Amen. So if you're a Christian and you have eternal life, that means you can't die. Amen. That means you, there's, there's nothing. So you, you have to see that, man, as believers, this for us is a situation that we can't lose. Well, what are you saying? Is that lack of faith that makes you say that? I've heard that. Well, if it didn't happen, then it was the Lord's will and this takes place. Well, that's what God wanted, this and that. Listen, we got to start seeing that as Christians who live forever, nothing defeats us. Nothing can come against me. And so I think differently. I just think, somebody, well, Pastor, how do you get through that? Because I win. How do you, what about so-and-so? What, how do you, I, I'm going to win. What if, if you got into every situation that you were in, you went into it knowing you were going to come out of it? Wow. You would do it different. Yeah. You wouldn't be like this. You wouldn't be like, oh, no, maybe. How about this? You'd be like, man, I can't wait. I'm about to come out of this thing. I'm about to. Tell. And it's going to be awesome when it happens. Well, what if it don't happen? For a Christian, every time. What? Every, is this one of them word of faith? Or is this one of those? This and that? Yeah, it's word of faith. It's the Bible because it's eternal life. We have it. Everything that God says. So I just can't lose. And so when I fight in a fight, knowing I can't lose, it don't matter what I get hit with. I'm like, I know I'm getting up. I know I'm getting, I know that. And what saddens me today, what hurts me is for those who don't know and don't realize that no matter what they're facing right now, God will bring you through it if you are a believer in Christ every time. Amen. Every time. Every time. Now, does it happen my way? Not always. Not always. But, man, this is what I know. And this is, this, many of you, man, we've been through stuff together now. And so I, if I don't know the person who maybe you come to me with about prayer. And it's like, hey, Pastor, this is happening in their life. This is going on. First question I asked, are they a Christian? And if they're a Christian, I'm like, they're going to win. That's not lack of faith. That's full of faith. That's not doubt or unbelief. That's full belief and trust in what God's going to do. Now, this is what I love. I love it when he does it on my terms. I love it when I see it happen here. And, man, and I, I believe we don't see it sometimes. A lot of times, because we don't ask and we don't have the faith. We don't trust and believe because, listen, some of us don't even know this is available to you. That's sad. Some of you have been in church for years and don't realize it because maybe you were taught, man, those gifts cease, those things ended. I love this passage, Colossians chapter 2. There's a lot of rest on this. Verses 6 and 7. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. All right? You walk in this relationship that you've received Christ. Verse 7 says, rooted and built up in him. Established in the faith as you have been taught, 
abounding in it with thanksgiving. Some of us have been taught scripture. We haven't looked at this. If you see a scripture, now I'm about to throw a big word out there, but biblical hermeneutics is a big word that basically says, man, it's the study of the interpretation of scripture. All right, and so when you look out, you look at scripture and how to how to interpret it and how to read it and how to learn this. It's basically again how we again look at what decipher what we believe. A lot of it is just man, he says it, I believe it. Ain't really got it like you know you can't mess that up. All right, some scriptures you just can't. Well, you can mess it up, but it's just there. Now this is what I love in in biblical hermeneutics. There are principles that help us study scripture. One of the principles in biblical hermeneutics is the law or the principle of first mentions. All right? So it's like first mentions, something that just you see for the first time. It reveals something, and it sets in place for us a precedent so that every time in Scripture, it doesn't have to say whatever. All right? Just I hope that helps. Now, now this is what we see. In, in the law of first mentions, we do this when it comes to the area of healing. We go to Scripture. So in Scripture, what's really cool is like you can go do this on your own time. But like in Matthew chapter 8, there is a guy who has leprosy. Now, you got to understand leprosy, incurable. All right? Very, very tough, horrible disease. It dismembers people. It robs people. It steals from them. It takes away from them. It actually, man, is, is a horrible tragedy. Man, again, a lot of times when you see a death sentence in so many cases that you see, again, in scripture, they were, they were just kind of like disassociated from all the religious folks. They didn't get to come around. They had to keep their distance. But man, Jesus was like looking for people like that. Amen. He looks for people that needs healing. And so this guy comes to him and we see us. He comes to Jesus and he says, if you are willing, will you help me? First time we hear the words of Jesus in the area of healing, this is what he says. I am willing. Well, I wonder what God's will is. I am. Well, wonder what is if it's well. Wonder if it's his will this time. I am willing. And, it's, and this is amazing. Again, I love the Bible. It, it it actually does this. You'll see in the hometown of Jesus. Jesus is doing a lot of miraculous stuff. Things are happening. It's blowing up. Getting wild, man. God's doing all kind of cool stuff. And, and and one of the things in his own hometown, people were like, "Oh, that's the that's the carpenter's kid." That, he was that. Nah. And they struggle with Jesus being the Messiah. All right. They struggle with be, Jesus being who Jesus is. And, and so they struggle with that. Go back and look at see it and see what happened in his own hometown. It said in his own hometown, he was only able to heal people. Just let us sit for a second. Hold on. All he was able to do was heal people. I, I, I think a lot of times I look at that's like the end game. And he's like, this is just like, I'm, this is just what I do. And, and why is this what he, he does? Because that's who he is. It's who he is. This started in the Old Testament. In, in the book of Exodus, you'll see us in, in, verse, in chapter 15, that the Lord makes this proclamation that he says, I am the Lord that heals. So he's making this statement. And in, in, in the Hebrew, this would mean that he is Jehovah, the Lord, healer, Rapha. He is Jehovah, Rapha. I am the Lord that heals. So this is what he's saying. This is now my name. 
It is a disgrace to the name of God to say he doesn't heal. And it is a tragedy day for us to say that's not what he does. This is one of his names. And so, man, and it's just why. I love it, man. I, I wouldn't go up to you if you said, hey, my name's Chris. And be like, hey, Joe. No, no, bro, hold on. Chris, that's who you are. That, would, that wouldn't be right. So I'm not going to sort and say to this holy God, you are Jehovah, used to be Rapha. I mean, you're Jehovah Rapha right now. And this is what's incredible. This is why it's so important Jesus came. That was under an old covenant. The old covenant was still awesome. But underneath the old covenant, we, we see this. They did not have the things we have today. Think about it. Just look. This is so cool. In the old covenant, they didn't have the Bible in full yet. They didn't have the Holy Spirit in full measure yet. He would just show up on the scene. Now it's like Jesus, is like I'm gonna go. He's gonna come be with you always. They didn't have that. We've got it. They they didn't have the revelation of Jesus in full. We they have prophetic words about him coming, but in Jesus, like comes in. But here I am. They didn't have that. We have that today. We have now the gifts of healing. We now have communion. None of those things were underneath the old covenant. We have all of it. We have all of those things today. So Jesus says this. He comes up in Hebrews, and where we see the words, it says that now today, Jesus is the mediator of a new and a better covenant because of now what he says is established on promises. So now the promises of what was to come are now fulfilled through the person of Jesus and we get to walk in the promises of God based off the work of what Jesus did. So today I believe this. He's a divine healer. I just, nothing's going to ever stop me. I know too much Bible and I've experienced too much Jesus in my life to believe for any reason he doesn't heal. He is a healer. Amen. Give God a praise offer right now for being our healer right now. Amen. He is our healer. Tell your neighbor, say, man, he's healed me. Come on. And, and, and if you ain't been healed, just say, I'm about to be. Come on. Come on. Mm. I'm about to get healed. Amen. I love it. I love it. This is fun. All right, number, number two. We see this. Now, I'm going to read the statement of faith again, you know, sentence number two, and then I'm going to simplify it because I, got, I just felt like he wanted me to simplify. All right, number two was divine provision was made for the physical, mental, and spiritual healing of the believer through the prayer of faith and by the laying on of hands. All right, I'm going to simplify that. This is, this is what I believe. Jesus wants every part of you healed. That's, that's, that's what I want to summarize it. Jesus wants every part of you healed. Don't you believe Jesus cares about where you spend eternity? Amen. I believe that. Amen. And so, like, you know, like, man, I, and, and a lot of people do. Like, man, I believe that. Amen. Why would he just want you one third healed and whole? Come on. Why would we think for a moment he just, why would he, we, like, we're going to get really Christian, man. We're going to get serious about Jesus. I'm going to get two-thirds of my healing. Come on. I'm going to get me some, some, some saved, and I'm going to get my mind, my emotions, and be touched in my soul. I'm going to get two-thirds. Amen. But why? Because this is what he does. He does in threes. I mean, that's why I love threes. I mean, it just works, and it's Jesus, and it's just so good. He wants you healed every area of your life. And so today, listen, if your spirit's right, you know you're going to heaven. God doesn't want you to suffer until you get there. 
He doesn't want you struggling in the other two-thirds of your life. So today, if you need healing for any area of your life, the healer is here. It's his name. It's what he does. Now, I, I believe this. I, I'm a firm believer. I am a man of faith when it comes to the seriousness of how awesome duct tape is. I don't know if any of the fellows got my back right now. Some of you ladies may need to have my back right now. Hey, man, I believe in that stuff, man. I believe, I believe, you know, duct tape is a gift from the Lord, man. Whoever gave that guy that wisdom, man, it's a gift from God. And I, I love it, man. And I, I ain't scared to use it. I'm going to be honest. I am not scared, bro. No fear in me when it comes to duct tape. I was using a heartbeat. We, I mean, it's, it's wild. And, man, I'm just going to be honest. I've seen it work. I've seen it do some stuff, man. We had a tree, Christmas tree. We've had the same one for almost 30 years, man. We're, we're that kind of people, amen. It's been good to us, and I'm, we're going to stay together, amen. And so we had, a, we had a, a Christmas tree stand for 20-something years, and after 20-something years, it finally gave up. Angel's answer was like, I'm going to go to the store and get another one. What was my answer? Get the duct tape out, man. Let's fix this thing, Amen. We got a new one I found. I was reminded after service, of first service, that we got a new one, by the way. And so, so but man, I, I believe it. I fix refrigerators. Some of y'all, man, I know that. Yeah. My first truck, the exhaust broke on my truck. You know how I fixed it? Duct tape, man. That stuff works. <clears throat> it's incredible. I love it. It works. I mean, it's amazing. But this is what, the, this is what duct tape will do. Duct tape covers up. I believe in it. He's been faithful to me. Amen. It covers up, but the situation's still there. Come on. Now, this is how God heals, and he's not just covering up some stuff that's supposed to come back later. Now, the enemy will try to remind you of what was there, but you got to start saying he doesn't just cover it up. He makes all things new. Amen. He makes all things new. Jesus is better than duct tape. Amen. He's better than that, and he's so much better. And this is how he wants to heal you, every area of your life. Again, I could tell you story after story, but physically, today, God wants to heal you. And I'm telling you, in a time where we're at today, man, I know there's a lot going on and there's a lot of things happening, but what's God want to do? What's his word say? He wants to heal you. He wants to physically touch your body. Secondly, man, he wants to emotionally heal you. I'm telling you, I serve the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, who today will restore every part of your life. There are people who have been carrying things for so long. And Jesus is like, I got on a cross for that. I, I want to I take that from you. I want to heal you of that. And, man, these are things like today. Man, we've been told, like, well, you just need to deal with it. We just have to learn to deal with it. Listen, we need to quit dealing with things that Jesus healed. Come on. We need to quit trying to hold on to stuff that Jesus has already healed. And the enemy loves to jump on these kind of wounds. He loves to go there. But listen, God is a healer. Thirdly, most importantly, you got to know this. And man, God wants to heal you spiritually. If today you're in this room and you're not a Christian, you haven't surrendered your heart to the Lord, you're sicker today than any person in Prisma Health. 
You're sicker than any person and I see you right now on a vent. Listen, you have to see how serious this is, that you need to be saved and healed spiritually. But what does Jesus do? He heals us spiritually. It's what he does. The word, man, we see in Greek that where he says that, man, whoever calls on the name of the Lord, you will be saved. The word sozo means that he wants to make you whole, fully whole. He doesn't know one area of your life lacking. So if there's something that gets against me, I get hit with, I'm like, man, I'm going to watch God do it because there's not an area that he's ever left me in. There's not one place that he's left me alone. So Jesus didn't, he didn't just die for your sins. He died to set you free from bondage and deliver you and bring healing to your body, soul, and mind. He died for that. That's what Jesus does. So we do this around here. Why? Why do we do it? We lay hands upon the sick. We pray over them. Why would we do that? Why? Because the Bible says through James chapter 5, this is so cool, man. Verses 14 through 16, it says, is anyone sick among you? That's a question. All right, so if today, if any sick among us, any area, let him call for the elders of the church. Let him pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And he will stay sick and stay in bondage until he gets to heaven. Y'all, what version are you reading, Pastor? All right, no, don't pull that out and use that clip on me, nobody at home. All right, <laughs> don't try to mess with that one thing. Listen, he says this. He says we know we pray, we do, it. and the prayer of faith. This Jesus gives us the faith. Will save the sick. It, it, uh, it will save the sick. The Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. And then do this: confess your trespasses to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. Oh, man, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. It means this, man, things happen when we pray. Things happen because of what he's done. It's sad today. I'm, 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 it's heartbreaking that so many churches have pulled back and no longer do altar calls anymore. They just stop doing them. And, man, we've had conversations amongst us, and, and, and some of the things have been said. I've thrown it out there like, well, it's just, you know, I guess the time we're living in. I guess it's just the world we're living in today. You know, and my, my answer to that is this. This world's messed up. So let's quit doing it the world's way. Let's do it the word's way. Let's do what he said. And this is what he told us to do. He said, come together. And this is what saddens me. It breaks my heart as a pastor. And I've watched it. Man, the word go forth. Faith be released in the room. The spirit of God draw. Because this is how we do it every week. We open up our altars and give people an opportunity to respond. Because we want to see them healed. And we want to see God touch their life. And the spirit of God draw them. And then they do this for whatever reason. I, I think we could go for many reasons, but whatever the reason, they stay where they're at. And when we do this, we're going against what God said. He said to come together, pray, watch what I will do when we do it. So this is what we believe, any area of your life. Not one thing today. I'm serious. There's nothing you could tell me. And I said, well, I guess he won't be able to handle that one. Nothing. You're not going to be able to tell me anything and say, no. First, I'm going to say, are they a Christian? If they're not, let's get them to the feet of Jesus, and they're going to get healed. I, every time, God's going to heal them. And we believe this, again, every area. So today, listen, for you, don't let the enemy mess with you. Don't, he, would, he would be okay with you staying one-third, two-thirds. He doesn't want you to experience the fullness of salvation that God brings. He does not want that. He will do everything he can to stop it. So this is thoroughly what we believe. Finally, number three, from the statement of faith first, healing is provided for by the redemptive 
work of Christ. And it is a privilege to every member in the church today. I want to simplify. Third and final one is this. Jesus has already paid for it. All right, so, so we're not, we're not, nothing that we're going to do today is asking him to do something that hasn't already been provided for us. All right, and there's a difference because, again, we're not asking him to do something and asking, hoping that maybe he'll do it or wondering if, if he will. It's been provided. Get to Jesus and you get healed. Amen. Every time we come to him, we see this. And it's amazing. If you've, if you've, have you ever paid off something? That's a good feeling. Come on, is it not freedom, amen? You pay off something, and it's just good. I paid off my truck years ago, man. That thing, it's old, brother. Amen, I'm still driving it. You know, I'm into classic vehicles because mine's about to become one, amen? And I, I, just, I learned the other day, I looked up, how old does a vehicle have to be? 20 years old, I'm about there, amen? So I'm about to have me a classic truck. And, and I was like, we paid for that thing years ago. You know what I didn't do when we paid it off? I didn't go into the bank, and you're like, no, you know something? That was fun. I want to do it again. Come on, makes no sense. I was like shouting, glory. Nope, nope, truck payment. Amen. And that's why I don't want one now. It's just like, it's freedom in it. And so I was like, man, and so it's paid for. Nobody's ever taken me out to dinner who paid for my dinner. I was like, you know something, I'm going to pay for it too. It makes, it, y'all, it don't make sense. And so some of us in our minds are like trying to work for something. We're trying to pay for something that's already been paid for. It's already been provided. The miracle today that you or I are in need of has already been paid for. Amen. Today it's already provided. And I love this. I want to go back to and get ready to close this thing. And, and as, as we see this in Isaiah, our opening main text today. Again, I want you to remember what that Old Testament was a prophetic word, all right, that was a foretelling of what's to come, all right? So a pro- prophetic word comes forth, and this is what was spoken by that prophet. Now, I, I want to I do this because it's just awesome. Um, I want to read to you, as I read this passage, the Hebrew meaning for the words I'm about to read, all right? So again, this is what this means as we read this, and you're going to see salvation fully today and what Christ did. All right. Verse four, he said, surely he has borne our griefs. The word is sicknesses. Hebrew is what it means. So surely he has borne our sicknesses. He has carried our sorrows, which means our pains, both physical and mental. That's what Jesus did for me and you. So surely he has borne our sickness. He's carried our physical and mental pain. Yet we have seen him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, which means our rebellion. And again, every one of us are in rebellion until we come to Christ and say, Lord, it's you. And you are the only way. And I give my life over to you. That's the call. And I, I love it. And this is what it says for us. My rebellion and my sin, he was wounded for that. Remember communion? Remember what Jesus did? He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Healing is this. It is physical, spiritual, and emotional. 
It's every area of our life. And I love this. And so this is how we see it unfold. It was spoken before it ever happened. And so it was prophesied before Jesus came on the scene, on the earth, in the natural. And then it comes up, and we see in Matthew chapter 8, verses 16 and 17, when the one prophesied comes on the scene, what he does. And it says this. It says in verse 16 and 17 that when evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word, and he healed all who were sick. That's what he does. Anybody who comes to Jesus, you're getting healed. I'm just, again, I, so I've just decided, Lord, however you want to heal me, however you want to do it, I'm going to let you. And I trust you for it. And so again, we were healed. And this is what it says in verse 17. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself took our infirmities and he bore our sickness. Now, I want you to watch what happens. Language is so important. And we see what happens here, what was spoken and prophesied in early, in the old, that Jesus comes and fulfills now in the new. Now, for us today, it is what we are supposed to be walking in, paid for, provided. Because Peter gets it right. Man, Peter messed up a lot of things. But, man, Peter got a lot of stuff right. And this is what I love, man. He says in verse 24, 1 Peter chapter 2, he says that he himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree. He took our transgressions, our rebellion. He gave that. He did that for us. Having died to sins, might live for righteousness. And by whose stripes, get ready. You were healed. It's paid for. He don't have to come do it again. He, we don't have to try to do it ourselves. I've been praying. Look, maybe next week we may go dig a little bit deeper into how to pray and how to walk in this. I've been been kind of hearing on this from him best I can. But please understand, it's already been paid for. It's already been provided for me and you. Well, what about this part of my life? He wants to heal you. Nobody will ever stop me from believing it. So that means this. Nobody's going to be able to stop me from seeing it. So what, what does he want to do about this? Every area of your life. And I want you to stand. And then once you stand, and you, and you at home as well, stay connected to us just for a few moments if you can. Because his name is Healer. And we're going to honor his name right now. It's one of his names. It's what he does. And there's no doubt in this room right now, there's people who need to be healed. Oh, man, we saw full altars this morning. And healing happened. And testimonies, even after service, of God already te- people already testifying of what God has done in their life. Already. And this is how I want you to see this today. If there's any problem, any area in your life, listen, stop trying to deal with it. Stop trying to carry what God has already cared for you. Stop trying to work for something that's already been paid for. And they receive healing today in your life. If you would, just bow your heads and close your eyes. And first of all, I just want to ask this. Man, salvation, sozo, saved, healed, made whole. Not one area is he want you to lack in. Not one area. So today, listen, if you need, if, if you need to be healed, it may be spiritual. 
Spiritually, if you come to Christ today, man, we want to introduce you to Jesus and start you into a relationship with him. So we want to know about it. We want to celebrate it and, put, and just, again, get you signed up for baptism. And then that next part of your step of faith, man, we just want to walk that out with you. We love celebrating that. And I believe today, man, God's speaking to hearts. And spiritually, you need, you need spiritual salvation. Maybe you've pulled back or pulled away from God. Listen, he's, he's calling you today. He says, I want to heal you this morning. So spiritually today, you, you may need healing in your life. For some of you right now, it may be a, a, an emotional situation. Maybe just the enemy's trying to mess and torment, mess with your mind and your emotions and the will. He, the enemy's coming at, that's, that's not God's plan. It's not God's will. He came to heal. And God wants to heal you. Physically, again, today, God is this. He is our healer. He is our source. And today, God wants to heal your body. He wants to heal your body. So today, if you, if you need a healing in your life right now, spiritual, emotional, physical, whatever area it may be, just slide your hand up. Just right where you're at, high as heaven as you can get it. Hands are up, hands are up. Yeah, hands are up, hands are up. Don't hold back. Don't, don't let the enemy stop you from this. Listen, this is how he does it. He messes with you saying, ah, oh, it don't matter. It's no big deal. Listen, no, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. God came to heal you. So don't, don't, don't again, don't mess up his name. Don't, don't resist this. God wants to do this in your life. Who else? Many hands. Again, full altars in first, and God's speaking to hearts right now in this moment. You at home, listen, right now, God wants to heal you. No doubt in my mind, no doubt in my heart, he wants to heal you. Any area of your life, I need healing. This is what I want us to do. I want us to be as a church to be able to pray with you, pray for you. We want to just begin to see God healing your life. So this is what I want you to do. Before they sing, before they start ministering, don't wait, try to slide in in a few minutes. As a step of faith, as just man being rooted and built up, established in the faith to the level today that you've been taught according to God's word, just begin to step out and come right now. If you've raised your hand for any reason, I need healing in my life, spiritual, emotional, physical. If you're able to, you can kneel. You can kneel in this altar. You can just find you a place just sit with God. You can stand. I want you to just get with God right now. I want you to get to Jesus and watch him heal your life. I just believe it. Come on, I believe it. Yeah, come. Any area. Come on, don't hold on to something that God wants you to let go of. Don't carry something that has been carried for you. Don't resist something that Jesus came to provide. Yeah, God bless you. Just keep coming. Yeah, hallelujah. Father, thank you right now for faith being released in this place right now. Yeah, right now. Come on. If you don't have a need for healing in your life right now, just begin to release faith right now. Just begin to pray right there where you're at before you even step out. Father, I just thank you right now for being a healer. Come on. We're getting ready to see God heal every area. I believe it. Come on. He doesn't want you lacking in anything. Thank you, Father. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for healing right now. I just want to declare this over you. Then the worship team is going to minister in a song. I just believe prophetically there's just going to be a release of that in this atmosphere of healing power. So just grab hold of the hymn today. Watch God heal your life and believe and trust him for it. Come on, believe and trust him. So, Father, I thank you right now, Lord. And I believe today that your word is true. And, God, today I believe that you are working this place. I know you're at work in this room, Lord, and it's just who you are, Lord. It's just what you do, God. So, Lord, we just ask for today, Lord, for just a release of healing in this place, God. As we come to you, God, I thank you right now that we're seeing today in this room right now. And for those watching today, God, listening today, 
even on a podcast, Lord, time down the road, God, you're at healing work right now. You're at healing touch right now. It's being released right now into lives. So whatever the area, listen, don't limit him. Don't doubt him right now. I want you to have faith for this, that whatever the area, Father, physically, I release healing right now over every physical need in this room. Come on, if you're able, if you have a physical need, just put your hand wherever the struggle may be if you're able to do that. So right now, just believe, just trust right now. We're going to see God move. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yeah, we just release physical healing in this room. Prayer team, if you're not here, you don't need prayer. If you're able to move right now, begin to just come. If you're back there right now and you believe in the power of prayer, even if you're not on our prayer team, step out right now. Come. Right now, come. Just pray right now. So, Father, right now, I just release physical healing in this room, Lord. According to your word, yeah, by your stripes we're healed. Come on. Yeah. Emotionally right now, I just declare right now over mental, emotional, memory, struggles, attacks of the mind right now. It's part of the healing provision. Yeah, our sorrows, our sorrows, Lord, you, you gave your life for it, Jesus. And spiritually right now, if you need to surrender your life to the Lord, just say, God, I'm here come to you. Yeah, and I just turn my life over to you. Believe in Jesus and what he did. And I surrender my life over to you, God. Yeah. Now, as they release this in this atmosphere, listen, he is here. Just receive today. Trust him. Trust God at work. As you get to his feet, as you get to Jesus, right now, he's doing this in your life. Hallelujah. Yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah, this is beautiful. As the Spirit leads you to pray for others, just go as the Spirit leads right now. Yeah, as the Spirit leads. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.